Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Made for More podcast. Today I'm pretty excited to actually be sharing uh, a solo episode. This one is all around empowering your team and make yourself redundant. And uh, I think this is something that we should all practice as leaders and something that I encourage my clients to do as well is what can you let go of uh, and what can you do to empower the people around you so that essentially you're not required to be working in the team. Uh, Let's jump in. I've got three tips for you. If you are ready to take notes, do it. If you're driving, don't take notes. That's irresponsible. Uh, But let's jump into today's episode. It's going to be a goodie. Welcome to the Made For More podcast. I'll be sharing my experiences along with some actionable advice to take your leadership to the next level. Introducing your host, it's me, Ali Nitschke. I'm a leadership and courageous conversations expert, a Nutella lover, a mother of four young boys, a wife, and a dance floor junkie. I'm here to give you the motivation you need to level up, lead yourself, lead your team, and your business. Let's go. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Made for More podcast. Uh, Today, I wanted to talk about something that I actually sent out an email to uh, the people on my my contact list uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's been getting a bit of traction. It's obviously hit a few nerves. Now, to give you some context, the title was Empower Your Team and make yourself redundant. And the reason I sent it out is because I have spent the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, going back and forth, speaking to a number of uh, senior leaders, a number of executive. Uh, Recently, we ran a a Women's Leadership Executive Summit that went over a four-week period. And I've, I've been having a lot of discussions with leaders who are currently exhausted. And uh, I know certainly that's been the essence and flavor for, you know, a number of years now for at least two. And I think what we're starting to see is that leaders are really uh, shouldering a lot of what's going on within their teams. Um, When people are struggling, leaders are the ones that are stepping in. But what I'd really encourage you to think about if you are a leader, uh, or if you're wanting to be a leader is how can you start empowering your team and the people around you to make yourself redundant. So I think that the ultimate level of um, ultimate level of leadership is, in fact, that you have your team running so well that you can take some annual leave and the wheels keep spinning and nothing falls apart. You could, in fact, spend a whole day working on a strategy piece or working on the business, as we like to call it, rather than in the business. And um, and things keep on ticking over really smoothly. So I think the ultimate measure when you have built, created, trained, empowered a team is that you can exit stage left and, uh, and things keep on going really smoothly. So I think that's the ultimate measure there. So what I wanted to share with you today is a few tips around how you can do that and how you can kind of accelerate that process so that you can make yourself redundant in air quotes or perhaps schedule out some time to work on 
the business. So on the strategy part, what's the next plan, whether it's a quarterly plan or the annual plan, whatever it happens to be for you and your cadence and rhythm within your organisation. But how can we give you some time back? So uh, by now you might be thinking, yes, actually, that sounds amazing. I want, I'll put my hand up and I want some, um, some time back and you're not alone. You know, time is one of those commodities that uh, we don't get any any more, any extra. We don't get it back. It, it continually uh, keeps running and it keeps running out. And that might sound a little bit morbid, but in fact, it, it is the truth. So time is one of our most valuable commodities that we can possibly have and also value as well. So the secret ingredient to a high-performing team is not necessarily outsourcing work. Uh, it's not doing it all yourself, although I'm sure for many of you, you'll, you'll be thinking, oh, actually, if I do it myself, it's a lot quicker. Uh, it's, uh, it's up to the standard that I'm expecting. And, you know, it's just quicker for me to do it myself. And whilst it might actually be true, as in you can get something done in maybe half an hour, and if you teach your, your team and train your team up, they might take 45 minutes. And that can be very, very true across the board. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I would like you to think about uh, as we're going through this is even though it might take you less time, it's still taking your time. So if it's taking you 30 minutes and it's taking someone else 45 minutes, uh, even if it takes them 45 minutes, you've given yourself 30 minutes back in your day. So I don't know how often I uh, speak to pretty much anyone, whether you're a leader, whether it's in your personal life, and it's, you know, if only I just had a 25-hour day, or if only I just had a longer work week, or if only there were more hours in the day. And in fact, I think there probably are more hours. Well, we're just not using them as effectively as we possibly could be. But what I'd like you to do and think about through, uh, through this episode is take some notes, um, but also think about how you can empower the people around you to start taking some things off of your plate. Letting go uh, is really important uh, and not necessarily comfortable all the time. I get that. Uh, but what I'd like you to think about, and this is tip number one, uh, and you can channel a bit of Elsa for this if you're not familiar um, with the movie Frozen, Disney movie Frozen. It was a big hit a couple of years ago. Uh, if you've had young kids or have young kids, it's probably been on repeat for a number for a number of months or years in my house it certainly is but uh there's a song in there called let it go and it's by elsa the main character beautiful check it out on spotify it'll completely ruin your playlist uh for 2022 when uh, spotify do their recap but it is a great song and i think as always we can learn so many things uh from children but letting it go so empowerment is um it's actually leadership code for letting letting go of some of the responsibilities and giving them to the brilliantly talented people already within your team. So I think it's important to recognize that you have these people in your team because they are good at what they do, whether you recruited them yourself, whether you inherited them, um, either way, they are in the business, in your team, because they are good at what they do. So let them shine. Let their brilliance already shine. One of my favorite sayings, and you'll hear me say this time and time again, if you've uh, done any uh, training or coaching with me, you'll hear me say this on repeat. And it's because it's true, but sometimes we need to slow down to speed up. So often when I'm working with people, they'll say something along the lines of, well, Ali, like I could give it to someone, but it's going to take me so long to train them up that I just don't really have time for that right now. And whilst I can understand where they're coming from, it's actually the time we need to take right now to slow down 
slow down, um, explain what it is that we want to happen, perhaps even do some planning around it so that when we come out of this uh, slowdown period is you can actually have that acceleration, that hockey stick uh, in terms of productivity. So slow down to speed up. And if you're learning to empower your team, learning to empower your staff, you can create the space and mental clarity to work on your own strategic thinking and the next steps for your area of responsibility. So this is having a think about what is it that you're going to do? What's the strategic piece to drive, whether it's the vision or the mission or whatever your KPIs and goals and measurables happen to be? What's your strategy behind that? And very rarely do we spend enough time on the strategy because we're so busy spending time on turning the handle and getting it done. Uh, so once you have learn how to empower your team, uh, it's around your team taking on more and more responsibilities. So inevitably, the more they learn, the more they're able to take some tasks and projects potentially off your plate. And then on the, on the other side of the sword, and this is a good sword, not a bad sword, on the other side of the sword, they're upskilling as well. So we know that a big concern for leaders um, in the next 12 months is around, you know, upskilling and around uh, talent talent retention and talent attraction. So a big thing around, you know, where are the skills going? But being able to empower your team means that you're going to be crossing off that upskilling as well. So not only are they taking some things off your plate, they're giving you back extra hours or minutes in the day, but they're also increasing their capability uh, as well, which I think is really important. Also, and I say this with so much kindness, you are probably not going to be the best at everything that you do. You might be the fastest, you might know it the most, but unlikely that you are going to be the best at it. So there are some things that are just not in your genius zone and that is absolutely okay. Or perhaps if you are good at something, but you know, you might not like doing it. And that's okay as well. If you've got someone in your team who loves uh, balancing Excel spreadsheets, then you know what? kindly and gently pass that over to them if that's not something that you like doing. So looking out for the people that, that love doing those things and the best way to find out that is to ask them, hey, what do you like doing? What do you enjoy? What do you think you're really good at? Uh, and that's going to be the easiest way to recognize who it is that you can send some of these bits and pieces to. Uh, and then what you want to be doing is actually assign, and that's code for delegate, uh, assign those tasks so that you can concentrate on the things that you are best at and also that you love to do. So I think at the end of the day, it isn't that, um, you know, this isn't what being a leader is all about. It's all around going, you know, how can you elevate and amplify the talent around you? How can you improve people? You know, leaders, great leaders create more leaders. And I think that's really true. So how can you empower the people around you so that you can focus on the big picture and lead your team, take charge of the parts that make up the vision, that make that into a reality. So you get to drive that, um, but also upskill your team along the way. And I think a few things to think about, and this is a good reflection activity as well, is having a look at uh, where the four quadrants of where you spend your time. So you've probably heard about delegating. Most people have heard about it. They're not really that good at it most of the time, but there's actually four things. And uh, I do this every week. 
at Made For More, or do it every month at Made For More, and then have a look, you know, over a larger period of time. So whether that's quarterly or annually, this is a really great uh, practice to get into. So there's four quadrants, four Ds. Uh, I do have a graphic for you as well. So jump into the show notes if you'd like to uh, download that so you've got some reference. But the four are uh, do, defer, uh, delegate, and delete. And I think one thing to think about in the do, defer, delete, and delegate is actually draw it up as a quadrant on a piece of paper. And with our do's, we want to be spending about 15 to 25% of our time in this quadrant. So these are the things that are um, urgent and important. So these are the things that need our attention right now. And what I like to do is actually time chunk these activities as well. So you've probably heard me talk about the Pomodoro technique in the past. Uh, this is where we put in time chunks in our calendar and say, actually, for the next 50 minutes, I'm only going to be focusing on this one activity for right now. And you might end up having, you know, five lots of 50 minute time chunks in your calendar. And that is absolutely okay. Uh, but you want to be focusing on the important and the urgent activity in the do quadrant. Uh, next, we've got the defer quadrant. So this is around actually booking in some time for yourself, for your team, uh, around carving out that space to do some planning, to do some strategic thinking, to do some professional development for both yourself and also for your team. This is that upskilling piece. And so this is the defer quadrant where you're not going to do it right now, um, but you are going to do it later. So it is important, but it's not urgent. And interestingly, and this always uh, tends to blow, uh, blow my clients away, is we want to spend about 60 to 85% of our time in this quadrant. So we want to be spending a lot more time in the deferred work. So things like our planning, things like our training, professional development, strategic thinking, uh, any kind of budgeting, all, all of that type of thing. So anything that falls under probably the planning, uh, planning banner is where we want to spend a huge amount of our time or the most amount of our time really. Uh, then we've got quadrant three, which is delegate. Now I know you know what delegate means, but do you actually do it. I think you might find that you don't delegate as much as you could because you can do it quicker yourself and it's easy if I just do it. Um, and that's true. It probably is for right now. But the more that you can uh, upskill your team, the more that you can empower them to take some of these things off your plate, the better your life is going to be as well because you're making yourself redundant, don't forget. Uh, so this is around what knowledge can you share with your team to upskill them as well as free up your time. And I think in terms of delegating, this is around a 15 to 25% mark. And then we've got the lucky last uh, quadrant. So this is the delete quadrant. And I think we should probably try and put more things in here as a, as a society. So you've probably heard me in the past talk about uh, social media. I think we spend so much time uh, giving our time to social media. In fact, Brendan Bashad, who's a high performance expert. Uh, so he's you know studied over 250,000 uh, high performers around the globe, anywhere from Olympians and Fortune 500 CEOs and people that are at the top echelon of, of their career or the pinnacle of their performance. He, he looks at what they do. And uh, one of the things that he talks about is actually social media or, you know, Netflix or insert anything in that realm of, you know, Netflix and binge and 
socials and Instagram and, and down the rabbit hole we go. But he says that we give about three to four hours a day to those activities that don't necessarily bring us any further or closer towards our goal. Um, and often, more often than not, we use them kind of to numb our own mind. So uh, whack, <laughs> whack your social media in the delete. You don't need to do it. Uh, if you are someone who enjoys Netflix, Netflix, I'm actually a big believer in binging. So I think instead of doing uh, Netflix mindlessly or scrolling mindlessly for a couple of hours a night, just, you know what, give yourself a leave pass, have a Saturday day where you can get under a nice warm blanket, watch your Netflix. I'm uh, about to binge watch the new Bridgerton uh, series can't wait for that uh, but you know plan it out and and so that's the four areas that we want to have a look at and I do this each week at the start of the week going okay well here's my to-do list okay how much of it do I actually need to do right now what can I defer what can I delegate and what's on there that's just you know busy work rather than productive work and then we go from there uh, so that was in uh, number one around letting it go and actually delegating number two uh, tip for making yourself redundant is actually encouraging different ideas so don't be afraid to collect people around you that have radical ideas that you might never have thought of. And sometimes this can feel a little bit uncomfortable, particularly if it's someone, uh, some thinking that, you know, isn't your style of thinking, or it might be a little bit too out there, or it could be a little bit uh, off, off palette for you. That's okay. You don't need to change your, your style of thinking, but it is really interesting to get and surround yourself by people who have different thought processes to you. It gets rid of that groupthink mentality and it also gives you, I guess, a, a different option to think about uh, things from another perspective. So people who work in a creative space actually use all parts of their, their brains. So this happens because of the different ideas and perspectives that fire off different systems within everyone's brain or whole brain thinking, so to speak. Uh, so I would encourage your people to share their big, hairy, audacious ideas um, that could spell a win-win for your situation and for your team. And I think, you know, that limitless thinking of going, okay, what else is possible? How could we possibly think of this from a different perspective is really powerful in terms of uh, empowering your team as well. Uh, number three is around painting the big picture. So this is more of that macro thinking versus micro thinking. So macros really are, is our conceptual thinking, whereas micro is more like, how do we actually get it done? What's the process steps in the flow? So your team uh, will trust your decisions to positively impact them, but sometimes they might feel or they expect to feel empowered to make those important decisions that directly or indirectly affect them as well. So making sure that you're including them in this big picture thinking, and that can sometimes be a difficult thought process for people that are uh, in working in the business all the time. So this is if your team are, are really cranking the handle, if they've got uh, cyclical processes that they either do each month or each week, this will be more difficult for them because their thinking has been around repeat how do we streamline as opposed to wait a minute what's the big thing big picture thinking so it's almost like taking the blinkers off as well so we don't need to throw them in the deep end uh, they don't need to fend for themselves but it is a really good tool uh, to start thinking about this macro thinking so you know communication as always is key for any type of conversation that you're about to have if it's leadership so going okay well we're going to be thinking about the big picture let's you know 
put our tools down. We don't want to talk about processes. We don't want to talk about um, procedures or, or really deadlines, but let's, you know, open up our thinking and, and get really expansive. And even sharing a, a clear picture of your vision with the team is super important. And then collaborating on what they can achieve because you've probably got an idea in your mind of how it's going to happen, which is absolutely okay, but it doesn't necessarily make it mean that it's going to be the best decision to make it happen. So really um, work on that collaborative piece with your team on how they're going to achieve whatever it is that you set out to achieve because once they come up with their own ideas uh, and then they run with it they're going to start you know having some responsibility that personal responsibility and accountability for it which is really important as well because it means that you're not always driving 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 the process it's um you know, handing over the baton to your team to be able to do that as well. Um, so sometimes this will be a stretch for some people because it's not a regular thinking process for many. Uh, and even thinking about teaching the people over um, timeframes, you know, I know I work with a lot of leaders who go, yep, like here's our planning day, we've done it. And then you kind of leave, but we haven't gone through, okay, well, here's our plan for the next 12 months, but what is our plan for the next quarter? And then within that quarter, what's our plan for each month? And then within that month, what do we need to get done each week to make sure that we're on track? And that's a piece that really gets missed and uh, is really important in terms of, yes, let's go macro and then bring it right back down to those smaller steps to actually get that needle moving. So they are my top tips for empowering your team go of the things that you've been holding on to so tightly uh, I think it, it is nice to let go and uh, give it hand it over to your staff see what happens as long as there's you know no blood or fire you'll be right uh, number two is around encouraging different ideas and this is really important to get out of group think um, and have a look at some things from some different perspectives and also of course it's going to encourage innovation uh, and creativity which is key as well and then the lucky last one there is painting that big picture can you paint it big so people know where they're going where to point the arrow and then can you bring it down to small uh, micro thinking as well so that it can be more digestible uh, so I hope you enjoyed this episode let me know what you think uh, as always if you can share this on your socials that is super helpful for us to um, get more listeners uh, to listen to the made for more show if you loved it I would love if you could leave us a review that would be amazing all right take care Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode on the Made For More podcast, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes. And of course, five-star reviews are always welcome on the Apple podcast. If you'd like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, check out madeformore.com.au forward slash podcast. And of course, if we aren't connected already, you can find me in all the usual places. Ali Nitschke on LinkedIn, Ali.MadeForMore on Facebook and Instagram. I hope you have an awesome week and I'll catch you again soon. Bye-bye.